yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. For Jamie Lynn, I'm Choice Woodman. You got the Morning Drive on Double T 97.3. 34 News Now. Love to have your thoughts, your comments, your questions. Hey, it's having a good Tuesday morning Center and welcome line. We'll get to the Morning Drive on Double T 97.3. Double T 97.3.com and yours worldwide. He's no longer the going to be charitable. Mobile app. Oh, really? Presented to by the Happy rest State of Bank Football. Also on television. Okay. You know, the for your people in the viewing pleasure. That aren't the SEC. Sox 34 we'll, uh, News now. It's some of his comments. However you're taking State us in, Big we're glad that you've chosen days. that as part of Sorry, your SEC Media Days. Tuesday. Big 12 and Pac-12 Very early on will not on merge. Tuesday. Uh, you can we'll, uh, dive into that with the conversation a little uh, bit later. Questions. You see the uh, oh, live golfer center chat line yours latest that. defections. Double T ninety seven. I did not. Are these uh, golfers so leaving Jamie live? Or I'm Choice going Woodman to and for Chuck oh, again today. Going to live. Okay. Jeff say. McGuire. Mm-hmm. Um, taking and one is not a golfer. Us. One is a broadcast. Yesterday was Chuck a uh, busy up. sports David Ferry. As far as news goes, like quite a bit. Very came out. He's, he's very good on the broadcast. Really, uh, he's hilarious, too. No Funny guy. David Faraday, home run derby, uh, sure. former pro golfer, which, is leading uh, NBC to join the, the guy the from the Mariners lied about his handicap tournament as a broadcaster. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess that doesn't yeah, That's a problem, like, I mean, in golf tournaments. I'm sure there's plenty of money there in the broadcast. tournaments sure, yeah, things. So. Uh, but you, there's been there a handicapped lot of broadcasters. Sure. People will lie about it and sandbags. He's kind of kept his mouth shut. And they're actually, like, shows why. Yep. So, okay. uh, and then so I, I think this uh, also, Julio Rodriguez big news guy, he was is this is just thing. rumored at this like point, but there's been a lot of rumors that he did come not. True on this he looked closer thing. to the two. Cameron yeah. Smith, hit, hit a lot the of guy dangers. who uh, you know um, just but, won uh, the Open Championship. Did you watch any of it? I Hours got home after in time to watch the last getting his uh, claret jug. Okay, so I watched to like be the very first golf for ninety million dollars. It was. It was the daughter's birthday, so I'm like, eh, probably not. Some not big money right there. Ninety million <laughs> one time, derby, so <laughs> signing bonus. I never even got around. Is some big seeing, money. Uh, That's just the initials. I mean, you, you can, can win four and a half million dollars oh, for a tournament. Yeah, pretty. Easily I think it was already over by the time those I got there, I think so the lowest good. paid gets, uh, uh, but most of it at least. That was not uh, really the lowest big news, Jamie. From yesterday, at least on our front, a whole lot coming out on the realignment. Conversation topic. Yeah. Just get on. Um, <laughs> which we'll, on we'll dissect yeah, a lot of that throughout tournament. the show. But mm-hmm. finish last place. Um, the big news is um, that so pretty the, widely reported uh, big, big news that we talked about. Impact. Obviously, is, the big news on this front: uh, the new collective for Texas Tech football mergers. We'll get so to that. that. Looks like it's a little a bit more what it means for dead Texas in the water. Tech and um, and the rest of college football is reported by Dennis Dodd yesterday. Uh, Big 12 Red is a Raiders. true player now and for keep NBC. up. see what happens right. with these collectives because the NCAA doesn't is pretty really like them. Are they um, going to do anything it would about them? Along with, it'd be we'll a dive into it from a few different angles. With, with Notre Dame, but uh, is, it, this so one is one of the, them that when, the when they call this the NIL Dame, deal, but I, I do wonder. Everybody is, really is in their eyes. No. You can call it an NIL deal. This is a collective. Scoop back up. The UCLA club is a collective. The state of California... You Maybe get all these donors that go into the one pot, oh, and then nice. they distribute the money. And for it. it seems like the state so of California has had as much power as any anywhere. state over their state I don't schools. Under, I don't think so. Maybe yes. they do. In, Maybe in they do. Some, uh, Maybe it's all for Cody Campbell's company. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's that, saying, "I'm." That's a lot of the. They're all 
realignment news for the entire football so team. All 100, we all have 100 three guys are going to what? Do what good. to promote Four, his fourth, fifth, fifth no and sixth yeah. round? So double round eagle, all three of them. I'm yeah. just going to go. I'm just Red Raider right handers go. I know. I. This Greg's is not just that you're on the comments, team, which is hilarious. Should get people no, scared. You don't have so to do anything. The, uh, in SEC media days that, yesterday, which is be a Texas Tech football player. Uh, the you know, captain the irony happened of it last night. You sit here, and I did you side with you a little bit more, but I'm you stayed more up? in the. Uh, I did. Oh, well, I know. I was a little frustrated. It took so long. That was like 10 p.m. One former Tech student athlete got over about 1045 ish. The so, tweets out. Yeah, this is nil done right. Now this is how you do nil. Yeah, I love the along. fact that it's uh, go across the board. The whole every team year is not goes just on. one guy. Sure. And then, I love uh, that part. Of course, part the other of big news sure. around I, here. I really do. I like that part. Nil. Um, I'm just saying. Pick it up where we left off. This is not illegal. A different front. Not suggesting anything's wrong with it. Every player on the Texas Tech football team will receive. This is twenty five thousand dollars, or at least pay for hundred. Pay for play. Yeah, which covers all eighty five scholarship guys in the top fifteen. Right, Walk promoting his team. business. Twenty-five thousand dollars. We just put a bunch of money together, and you're being for paid the to be upcoming NIL is like not too bad. And, and even as much as you, yeah, sure, that's what you're even for. if the numbers yeah, don't right. match what it's, it's worth, NIL so, uh, is like uh, a local restaurant having a, a steak out after a player and having a few. Of all that news, that. that's which, what uh, NIL caught your eye. Sure, again, but there's there's no name, image, and likeness. The most surprising news. Not to my knowledge. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe they are all having to do. They according to the release, they're all having to do community service and charitable work in Lubbock area. Okay, now they could be having to wear. Logo stuff. So that was pretty cool. Oh crap! And when they are doing yeah, it so for poor guy. the respective I mean, companies that are donating, I was really rooting for Chase Hampton to have a good right. career. It don't, it's, it's really I'm just telling you what the release said. I'm I not telling you what the definition. That organization. Okay. I think if you're um, a Red Raider, the biggest yeah. news of yesterday was the NIL more towards Jamie's side. And what kind of charity work? I mean, how much are you doing to earn twenty five thousand dollars? This is the way the world is. Where do I sign up for this charity work? I got a weekend free. What can I do? I'll donate my time for twenty five thousand dollars. You work here. That there's your charity work. Okay, Um. For a university anyway, athletic department, too. We'll, we'll get back to that. Again, there is nothing wrong with it. I just don't. And I think it's silly to give their student athletes take care I agree. Of them. I think there needs to be a Yeah, I know. There needs to be a different term for the donors. And, and maybe the collective is what it, what it is. Chipping in and doing their part. Yeah. It's always been that but way. It, and it's, I think it's, that's been multiple. You know, kind of like multiplied said, now. It's the world of college athletics. And Cody Campbell did say yesterday in an interview with the media. I'm glad the Red Raiders are able they're, to. They want to eventually, or would like with, to, with other schools and cover all sports. Help as far them, as um, being able to pay them. Know, I don't know if he's talking about giving every single help athlete reward on campus dollars or if it, player, if it divvies more up for sport. To to be here but he said the they want to pay all the athletes, so but they're going to start with football, that, but, I mean, men's basketball, and baseball. That's where he said they're going to start. Now I don't know if that means immediately, where the men's basketball and baseball teams also get money this season. Cody Campbell's coming here. To the media yesterday, um, he's the be nice for baseball players to get to uh, Matador you know, Club thing. That's a scholarship funding. level. That'd be a the twenty five thousand dollars per player. Uh, not have to um, pay. Don't to believe be there is one like this. Not have to pay to be a student athlete. Yeah, that in the country that like currently be a great use as far as of NIL, but that lucrative um, for the anyway, players. There's other ones. That's it's like a just a deal you know, here. It's a different world. And again, another one. Trying to think of what Michigan State. If you don't like it, something. 
doesn't look like it's going where away. everybody gets that's played. So yeah, I think it's have right. to find acceptance somewhere. Pays all the players. Yeah, no, that's if you're going to still be something, but it's not Netflix. Not near the twenty five thousand dollar mark. That, yeah, that or it just changes your so your passion. So it's kind of interesting, Jamie. It. Sure. Whether you like and it or so not, you just, um, just ultimately the money that's been in your heart. What you want to do, for lack of right. a better term, thrown thrown around, whatever by Texas Tech. Again, I really uh, like that since this all one these is, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve talks have, have been afloat. And I do too, I do. and all this conference Except realignment conversation. It's almost <laughs> no, like, like uh, I, I, I do wonder saying, how many. I don't know. This isn't are big, on a team as far hey, as we're not getting left total walk-ons because you yeah. got to think fifteen is <laughs> no, extra walk-ons. I mean, Texas Tech has put a a good amount. Like Bigfoot forward saying, "Hey, we are one twenty-five player when it comes to that's a." College football and college athletics. Okay. That's a lot. But so um, we so can, Major League we Baseball draft with the best of them when it comes to money. Picked. And the $200 million I guess it was pretty surprising. A week Andy ago, Morris announced goes ahead of Brandon Bird. So $25,000 per though. player. Yeah, I was surprised I, that I, Morris I math um, went as high as he did. But that's, that's I believe that's that awesome is two and a half million dollars total. I expect all three guys that got drafted yesterday. 25 per player, 100 players. You know. Nobody to sign and move on, okay. unless maybe Hampton. I think that's the uh, right the Yankees number. Yeah, the chat line will. Slow play him because he. Mm -hmm. or, or no slow, doubt. Slow pay Anytime him. Anytime that's uh, uh, just because yeah. he's got another year of leverage to come back. It's not a half. So, um, you know, that's mm -hmm. oh, that's awesome for all three of those guys. It's, uh, we were almost speaks uh, highly of what the Red Raiders. Uh, you can join us. Your thoughts, your comments, and, questions, and, uh, all welcome. Yates you know, Flooring Center wish chat them the line. Best of luck. Wide open to you. Now you can look at that. You we see, will uh, talk. You know, consecutive rounds. You lots three pitchers of uh, like, conference hey, realignments. Coach Tadlock, Coach Thomas. Pac-12 like work cut out for you. Uh, leaders recruiting some arms to be left yep. scrambling. Yeah, no doubt. After uh, yesterday's news, and not uh, very and happy as far as with ESPN. Uh, about Texas that. Rangers. Plenty more to come. It's been a bunch of time on this. Drive, Brock Porter. They pick in uh, round four of the draft, which was. Really highly rated. Some people thought the morning drive on that, double T ninety seven three. Okay, we're gonna these guys go dress themselves, but it would be obvious if you could the see them. Player that you talked about yesterday, where he's going to go way more than slot value, and the Rangers are going to try to money whip him. Well, Jamie Lennon, uh, I'm Troy Woodman. You got the morning drive go on pro double T ninety seven three and double T ninety seven. We'll see if they're able to land him dot with com. that fourth round pick or not. But because of the Kumar Rocket deal, they were able to. Have that got anything extra money on the Yates Flooring Center chat line? We'll get to uh, Greg Sankey, some million. of his comments. Signing bonus for a fourth that, round. Uh, he's, wow. That's yeah. huge money. He's no longer the, going uh, to be charitable. Bet. All right, more of the morning oh, drive. Really? Some of your thoughts to the, the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Next to that is you know, the lowly people right here on Double T97. So we'll right. uh, get some of his comments from yesterday at Big 12 Media Days. Sorry, SEC Media Days. Big hmm. 12 and Pac-12 will not merge we'll uh dive into that a little bit later Did you see the uh live golfer latest defections i did not are these uh golfers leaving live or going to live no going to live okay. i should say mm -hmm. um and one is not a golfer one is a broadcaster chuck would eat this up uh <laughs> david Faraday. Has a pretty heavy Scottish accent. He's well, that's cool. Very, he's he's very good on the broadcasts, and he's hilarious too. Funny guy, David Faraday, uh, former pro golfer, is leaving NBC to join the Live Golf tournament as a broadcaster. Yeah, I guess that doesn't surprise me too much. I mean, no, I'm sure there's plenty of money in the broadcasting sure, side you would of things. Think so. uh, but there's been a lot of broadcasters that've been very outspoken against it. 
Faraday's kind of kept his mouth shut, and now it mm, you know, shows now why. You know why. Yep. Uh, and then also the big news is this is just rumored at this point, but there's been a lot of rumors that have come true on this live golf thing. Cameron Smith, the guy who uh, you know just won the Open Championship mm-hmm. hours after getting his uh, claret jug. Rumored to be joining Live Golf for $90 million. Wow. Some big money right there. $90 million one-time mm-hmm. signing bonuses is some big money. That's just the initial fee. I mean, you can win $4.5 million per tournament pretty easily, too, in those things. I think the lowest paid gets, uh, lowest gets like 150000 if you get dead last in those tournaments. Okay. So not too bad. All right. Anyway, so I should shoot for that then. Right? I think so. Yeah. Just get on. Mm-hmm. I mean, just get on and yeah, Finish I'm just last. gonna golf one tournament. I'll be yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Finish last place. Um, so the uh, big news that we talked about, obviously the big news on this front, the new collective for Texas Tech football players. We'll get to that a little bit more. What it means for Texas Tech and and the rest of college football. Does everybody try to chase? the Red Raiders, and keep up what happens with these collectives because the NCAA doesn't really like them, but are they going to do anything about them? We'll dive into it from a few different angles. But is, uh, it, This one is one of them that when, when they call this an NIL deal, I, I do wonder, is it really an NIL deal? No. No. Not a, You can call it an NIL deal. This is a collective. The Matador Club is a collective, which basically... You get all these donors that go into one pot, and then they distribute the money for you. Sure. So are they using their name, image, and likeness anywhere? I don't under. I don't think so. Maybe yeah, they do. So. Maybe they do. Maybe it's all for Cody Campbell's company, where he's saying, "I'm." They're all spokespeople for the entire football so all team. Hundred, all hundred guys are gonna what? Do what to? promote his company I have no idea yeah so or double I, eagle whatever. i'm just yeah. gonna go i'm just gonna go and say this is not an nil no i this is not this is just a you're on the team we're gonna pay which is hilarious. Not you, hilarious you don't have it's to do strong. anything in return for it that which is be a texas tech football player you know the irony of it is you sit here and i probably side with you a little bit more but i'm more in the uh oh well i'm accepting it let's get there but i just see one former tech student athlete who was it I'll find it. Um, it tweets out, this is NIL done right. Now, this is how you do NIL. <laughs> like, so they're thinking. Well, I love the fact that it's uh, across the board, the whole team. It's not just one guy. Sure. I, I love that part of it. Sure. I, I really do. I like that part. Um, I'm just saying, and I'm not, and this is not illegal. I'm not suggesting not anything's wrong with it. Not yet. But I think it's silly to call it an NIL deal. No, this is paying players. This is just, I mean, they're just not, for they're pay not, for play. Yeah, they're not running commercials. They're not working his business. They're not right. promoting his business. They're, we're we're just we just put a bunch of money together, and you're being paid to be a tech football player. Nil is like, and even as much as you, even if the numbers don't match what it's worth, nil is like a, a local restaurant having a a steak named after a player and having a few commercials with them. That's what. NIL technically. Sure. Is that, again, but whether, there's whether, there's no name, image, and likeness used in this. Not to my knowledge. And yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe they are all having to do They according to the release, 
Okay. They're all having to do community service and charitable work in the Lubbock area. Okay. Now they could be having to wear logoed stuff at, when they are it. doing it for the respective companies that are it's, donating. It's really not charity if you're getting paid to do right. it. Right. That, that's. I'm just telling you what the release said. I'm I not telling it. you what the definition is. Okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm lean more towards Jamie's side. And than what I do kind well. of charity work? Do you, I mean. How much are you doing to earn twenty five thousand dollars? Where do I sign up for this charity work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got a weekend free. What I'll can donate, I do? I'll donate my time for twenty five thousand yeah. dollars. You work here. That there's your oh, charity work. Okay, that is true. Um, anyway, we'll we'll get back to that again. I'm there sure. is nothing wrong with it. I just don't. I think it's silly to call it an NIL deal. I agree. I think there needs they to call be a, it that to get Yeah, away I know with there it. needs to be a different term for these and maybe the collective is what it what it is. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's like you said earlier, it's the world of college athletics. Yeah, and and sure. Cody Campbell did say yesterday in an interview uh with the media that they're they want to eventually or would like to cover all sports as far as being able to pay them, I don't know if he's talking about giving every single athlete on campus twenty five thousand dollars, or if it if it divvies up per sport. But he said they want to pay all the athletes, but they're going to start with football, men's basketball, and baseball. That's where he said they're going to start. Now I don't know if that means immediately, where the men's basketball and baseball teams also get money this season, this coming year. Um, sure, would be nice for baseball players to get to you know to scholarship level. That'd be a that'd be a cool thing. To not have to pay to be a student athlete. <laughs> not not yeah. have to pay to be a student athlete. Yeah, that yeah. would that seems like that'd be a great use of, of NIL. But um anyway, that it's just a uh it's a different world. And again, if you're if you don't like it, it doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. No. So you kinda no, have I, to find acceptance somewhere. Yeah, no, that's if abs- you're gonna still be a college athletics fan. Yeah, or it just changes your your passion or desire for it. Sure. And so you just, I guess, ultimately you'll figure out in your heart what you want to do. Right. But how how it yep. changes you or whatever. Um, again, I really like that this one is across the board for the entire team. I do so too. I, I do that's too. Cool. Except for the sixteenth walk on. I hate it for that guy. <laughs> I know. Like, well, I I do wonder how many are on a team as far as. Total walk-ons, because you got to think fifteen extra walk-ons. That's that's covering a good amount. But then how many more are there? Is it like one twenty-five uh, at this point? Yeah, I, w- I would. That's a. I think that's probably a pretty good number. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah. But um, so Major League Baseball draft yesterday, three more Red Raiders picked. I guess it was pretty surprising. Andrew Morris goes ahead of Brandon Birdsell. Not a bad thing, though. Yeah, I was surprised that Morris um, went as high as he did, but that's 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 awesome for Andrew. For um, sure, I I expect all three guys that got drafted yesterday to unless you know to sign and move on, unless maybe Hampton, uh, the Yankees tried to slow play him because he or or so slow pay him maybe uh, just because yeah. he's got another year of leverage to come back. So um, you know that's that's awesome for all three of those guys. It's uh, Speaks uh, highly of what the Red Raiders were able to do with those guys, and and uh, you know wish, wish them the best of luck. And now you can look at that. You see, you know, consecutive rounds, you lose three pitchers, and you're like, okay, 
Coach Tadlock, Coach Thomas, looks like you got your work cut out for you uh, recruiting some arms. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then as far as uh, Texas Rangers, I won't spend a bunch of time on this, but Brock Porter, they pick in uh, round four of the draft, which was really highly rated. Some people thought that, okay, we're going to go ahead and leave him alone. But Porter is the player that you talked about yesterday where he's going to go way more than slot value and the Rangers are going to try to money whip him uh, essentially to go pro after a few teams passed up on him. So mm-hmm. we'll see if they're able to land him with that fourth-round pick or not. But because of the Kumar Rocker deal, they were able to uh, have that extra money to throw around. $3.7 million signing bonus for a fourth-rounder. Wow. That's yeah. huge money. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, reported amount. All right, more of the morning drive. Some of your thoughts from the AIDS Flooring Center chat line next. It is right here on Double T 97.3. Join the conversation now on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com or the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Coming up 30 minutes from right now, we'll get back to Big 12, Pac-12 conversations that have halted. What that means for the Big 12 moving forward. 15 minutes away, it's this day in sports history. Right now, a way to beat the heat. And more of your thoughts from the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. The Morning Drive. Hear for more on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. He's Jamie Lint. I'm Joyce Woodman. You got the morning drive till 9 o'clock this morning on Double T 973 and Double T 973.com. Jamie, uh, science. You a fan of science? Nah, really. Okay. I wasn't a fan of science class. Some of the science stuff that they tell us now is interesting to me, but I was, I was not good in the classes, and, it, and they, it really bored me to tears. Okay. Fair enough. But some of the stuff now is interesting. So you're saying that she didn't blind you with science? I'm saying what? She didn't blind you with science? No, I don't think she did. I don't know that I ever had a female science teacher. What's the reference? Is that the weird science movie? Isn't there it's a weird the science movie? Song. It's in the song. Oh, my bad. It's okay. That was that's a little before my time. I'm sure. The Gates Flooring Center chat line. Oh geez. Waco in science. Here we go. Brace yourselves. Brace yourselves. Exactly. Uh, According to science, if you want to beat the heat, it's supposed to hit, uh, I think we got to 105, 106 yesterday. It's supposed to hit 108 today. Mm -hmm. So you're going to need to find a way to cool off a little bit. Uh, If you want to beat the heat, consider ditching those pesky underwear. We should have known. (laughs) Well, it's the chair, man. You're the the one. That it puts him in this position. This was all you. We were fine before he got here. Uh, allows for better ventilation. Well, that would make sense, to, yes, sir. To yes, science. Sir. Or you could just get holy ones, and you'd have even better ventilation. And if you are a uh, male looking to become a dad someday, it also can help you be more fertile. So That's great. So just for you. I know you're looking for that next, next kid, right? <laughs> I don't know that that is. Well, your hero, Jeff Haxton, had one a little later down the road, so you can uh, you can just 
<laughs> you like Jeff Haxton. <laughs> uh, yes, but <clears throat> they also say in this article, be very careful if you're not used to doing this. Uh, zipping up, you you have to be careful with, because yeah. it can cause extra injuries. So, yeah, if you are, yeah, good. can imagine. Yeah, in so, a place that I'm not fond of getting injured. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody is. This is all I'm saying. Roots I, for that, but um, you know, I'm the guy that always has an undershirt on, so you know, I could never. <laughs> yeah, you I can't even go, go without the, the top layer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, I don't think I've ever seen you without an undershirt. Unless I'm sleeping. I used to wear an undershirt a lot until, uh, you know, the hair just didn't quit growing on the chest. So I basically have my own layer. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's like it just keeps yeah. going. So, yeah, if I wear an undershirt, I am just yeah. pouring sweat. Yeah. yeah, unless, again, unless I'm getting in bed and I just have a t-shirt on, yeah. I'm, I'm rocking too. Yeah. All right, uh, from commando to the chat line. Where Chuck, someone says. I was trying to make you feel at home with Chuck, talking about those kind of things. Uh, Jamie, how do you feel about our high school class? I know odds drop of them going pro after round 10. Did I, I did not see on that front. Did did I didn't see any uh, commits that, that got drafted yesterday. I, I didn't either, and that's where so, I, that, that's usually pretty good news. Yeah. Usually, yeah. not all. Not you just, always. You just never know. Some guys are all about going. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can commit somewhere, and they really never have any intent going there. Um, but sometimes it's just all about that number. This is my number. If they don't meet this number on signing bonus, then I'm going to college. But mm-hmm. um, if if that is the case, you've got three guys that were rumored or could have gone yesterday. Three guys that were in that mix as far as Red Raider commits. Probably two, maybe three. Um, but the fact that none of them, I don't believe, went. Someone can tell us on the chat line if, if they did. That would be good. Uh, Texas Tech is trending on Twitter. That's from the chat line. Okay. I'm sure that has to do more with the uh, collective than anything. Uh, Home Run Derby, The Bachelorette, and Cody Campbell have... Radio guys ever had so much to talk about. Second half of July must be nice to stretch out fall camp football through 50 days of radio. Um, I don't think we've touched The Bachelorette. I think that's tonight, right? I look at Jeff like he knows. I believe that is tonight for uh, old Kirk Bryant again. I don't think he got kicked off the show yet. I don't expect him to win, but... Sounds like he gave a good speech last week, so. Yeah, so hopefully he can uh, he can keep going, you know, if that's your thing. I don't know whether to root for him or root against him. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I think on reality shows, when it's someone you know or connected to something you like, you root for them to look like the best person. Yeah. That's what you root for. Like the, the whole, when I watched the Last Chance You thing with KJ Allen, with, this one's the basketball side of things, but also with Dakota Allen. Mm-hmm. Dakota but, definitely looked like the best kid. There. Right. There was no question on Dakota. KJ, same thing. It's just mm-hmm. like, he's a nice kid that just, at the time, couldn't get the grades to mm-hmm. go right. And so both of those guys came off shiny compared to some of the others that complete trashy. So that's, I guess that's what I look, when you're talking about trashy television, mm-hmm. like The Bachelorette, 
mm-hmm. or sometimes Survivor, Big Brother, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who was the? Uh, I watched there... a video yesterday of a brawl at an Odessa indoor football game, mm. and I wondered, um, you know, what has more trashy people, uh, <laughs> that place or the Bachelorette? I don't know that there's a clear-cut answer. <laughs> there's there's more money on one, but it doesn't mean it's not more trashy. Goodness. Um, Both of them make my heart hurt. Yeah. Yeah, they well, really do. Wasn't there a reality show, and someone tell us on the chat line, because I'm asking Jamie this, fully expecting him to not know the answer, but wasn't there a Red Raider linebacker? That was on a reality show and didn't come off so great. Was it Mario Williams? Does that sound right? I thought there was a one that was uh, on the real world. That's what it was. The real world. Had to be the real world, right? Yeah. I don't think he came out. Um, I don't think he came out looking that great. I think he came out in the show. <laughs> but I think, You're right, actually. I, I mean, which is here nor there, but I think right. ultimately he... You know, the way he handled himself in the uh-huh. show wasn't very good. And I this was well after his time at Texas. Tech. Yeah. This was post, yeah. but yeah, I can't re- I Y'all tell us if y'all remember whoever that was and if it was the the real world. Uh, Mark chimes in on the chat line. I think it's a good idea about the NIL. There's no one that's getting paid more than the other players. I think that helps the locker room jealousy factor of it, but... Uh, I guess that's just the baseline, right? Guys could still go get other NIL deals. If yeah, they sure. Wanted. You'd like you'd like to think that they that they still will. If someone is an absolute star this year, mm-hmm. you can go get a Lamborghini from a car dealership or something like that. That's still a sweet a possibility. Uh, well, that's all it takes, there, Jamie. We just got to be good, and we can get a Lamborghini this year. Yeah, on the football field. Mm. See, now you're putting stipulations on the Lamborghini we were going to get. That's not very nice, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, this one from the chat line, at least tech deal, this is from Bo, puts us out in front and generates a little cash for the players that have little opportunity in, uh, in uh, NIL. It's hard to say. I would like to see revenue sharing to non-revenue generating athletes as well. That's where it gets tricky. Right, if you're talking about the revenue that you bring in versus sports that lose revenue, that's where it gets tricky. Do we get back to a fairness deal? Jamie, when does this all come back around? When does Title IX step in and say, this is unequal again? I feel like that's going to come around at some point. I, I, I'm i with you, Joyce. Uh, I wondered about that yesterday. That was one of the things that came to mind, especially when you heard him say, you know, we're trying to do this for football, basketball, and, and baseball. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, are we going to allow that to happen and nothing for women's side of things? At I some mean, point, like I think that Title IX is going to step in and say unequal pay or, or something like that. Um, and it's going to get sticky. So opening the floodgates, once again, is going to put NCAA into a, uh, a sticky predicament. All right, plenty more on the chat line. We'll get back to some of that and get to this day in sports history. Coming up next, it's the Morning Drive on Double T 
the morning drive on Double T 97.3 in the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Alongside Jamie Lent, I'm Choice Woodman. Jeff McGuire behind the glass, and it is time for Jeff to tell us what happened on this day in sports history. Going to start in 1909 today because Cleveland shortstop Neil Ball completes the very first modern MLB unassisted triple play in an Indian 6-1 win over the Boston Red Sox. I wonder how many have been recorded total on that. No idea. That'd be pretty small. 1910, Cy Young wins his 500th game of his professional uh, Hall of Fame career as Cleveland Naps beat the Washington Senators 5-2 in 11 innings. He is obviously the only pitcher in Major League Baseball history to reach that milestone. 15 is the answer choice. 15, so more rare than perfect game there. 15 unassisted triple plays. There you go. 1936, 17-year-old Cleveland Indians future Hall of Famer Bob Feller makes his Major League debut in relief in a 9-5 loss to the Senators at Griffin Stadium in Washington. Nineteen fifty-two, the 15th Summer Olympics Open in Helsinki, Finland. I imagine we'll be discussing some Olympic events coming up very quickly. Mm-hmm. Nineteen seventy-three, New York Mets future baseball Hall of Fame outfielder Willie Mays is named to the National League All-Star team for the twenty-fourth time. Wow, twenty-four All-Star, and he just ties Stan Musial. Wow, twenty-four, and this is all. Maybe uh, I was wow. saying this is prior to fan vote because it feels like fan vote could sway that, but then I guess whoever's putting them in before that could sway that too. That's amazing. It really is. It really is. 1974, Cleveland pitcher Dick Bozeman no hits the Oakland Athletics 4 to nothing. 1975, New York Yankees catcher Thurman Munson's first inning single and RBI are nullified. Because if tar on his bat handle exceeded 18-inch limit, mm. Minnesota Twins win 2-1. to one. But it was okay for George Brett. Because <laughs> they determined it had nothing to do with yeah. him hitting a home run. 100% fair. So why was the rule in there? Stupid rule. Yeah. Extremely stupid. But it made for an awesome moment. Of someone losing their mind. <laughs> yes. Except they overturned it and gave the Royals a win. No. 1989, Cleveland Indians' Joe Carter has his fourth three-homer game. Always forget he was an Indian. Yeah. In my mind, he's always a Blue Jay. Yeah, yeah most of his career was with the Indians. 1990, Cincinnati Reds' Pete Rose is sentenced to five months in prison for tax evasion. It's fun. Mm. And in 1991, Cal Ripken plays his 1,500th consecutive game. It is National Daiquiri Day. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. I like the fruity drinks. Mm-hmm. Couple of huge birthdays for the building. No one of them. Happy birthday, Chris Sneed. Mm-hmm. Turns fifty-three. Everybody, pause for a moment. That is huge. If you heard the Yahoo across <laughs> the city of Lubbock, that was Chris celebrating his birthday this morning. 
And uh, if you've got the Eagle app, I want you to pick it up, pick up your phone, and say happy birthday to Vince over on the Eagle right now. There you go. Okay. Good dude. One of the best around. Happy birthday, Vince. I think he's 48, but don't quote me on that. I don't know how old Vince is. He looks like 30. He has yes. for every year that I've ever known him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't but age. I know he's older than I am. Yeah. I, and I think he's older than, I mean, he could be older than Jamie. Yeah. Ooh, that's old. I don't Vin, know how old Vince is. Vince is good people. But he's good people. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is 46. Uh, Brian May, lead guitarist for Queen, is 75. Anthony Edwards didn't die in Top Gun because mm. he celebrates a birthday today. Is, is he 60? And uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, 37. Feelings for the Spurs fan on LaMarcus Aldridge? Eh. Eh. Fine. I mean, he was decent with the Spurs. Didn't win a title, so. He was a Longhorn. Yeah. Then he retired from the Spurs and hopped on the New Jersey bandwagon or yeah. Brooklyn bandwagon, I guess I should say. And that didn't work out so well for him. Yep. Didn't didn't care for how all that went down, but eh. And we're going to go back. Yeah, he kind of bailed like the middle of the season, didn't yeah, he? he? He just yeah. like decided to retire. It's like him and Pop's mutual decision, then he ends up hopping on a different team. It's like, oh. That's not what we call retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on what was likely July 19th of 1799, I mean, a little sketchy on when, but it was definitely 1799, right around this time, Napoleon Bonaparte's Egypt campaign. A French soldier discovers a black basalt slab inscribed with ancient writing near the town of Rosetta, about 30 miles east of Alexandria. The irregularly shaped stone contained fragments of passages written in three different scripts, Greek, Egyptian, and hieroglyphics, and Egyptian demonic. The ancient Greek and the Rosetta Stone held by the archaeologists that it was inscribed by priests honoring the king of Egypt in the second century. More startlingly, the Greek passage announced that the three scripts were all identical. The artifact thus held the key to solving the riddle of hieroglyphics, a written language that had been dead for nearly 2,000 years. And that is the Rosetta Stone and this day in sports history. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, You mentioned George Brett. Just got me thinking. The George Brett, they overturned that and gave the Royals the win. Mm Mm-hmm. There's one moment that kind of sticks with me in baseball history. Of, well, they didn't technically give them the win. They they had to come back and replay and play, the, and you, right, play right. the end of the game. There's one moment, though, that that stuck with me over years that I feel like I've gone back and forth on this. But do you remember a guy named Armando Galarraga? Not Andres, but Armando Galarraga. Mm-hmm. Pitch for the Tigers. Through got, the perfect game. Through that, the perfect game that wasn't. Yeah, that was a blown call by. Do you the think Empire? that should be changed, especially now in the world of replay? It's not even like it was in the middle of the game where it could have affected or things could have changed or whatever. It was the final. It was out. the very final out of the play. Do you think he should go back and he should have a perfect game and etched in history? I guess I don't have that strong of opinion. I guess my first inclination would be no. I mean, it it's was just a- always going to be tainted. But at the same time. Um, if he was adamant that he wanted to do that, I wouldn't be bent out of shape about it. Um, like you said, it was the last out of the game. It was a clear clear call. Yeah. At the time, I didn't know that it was clearly blown, but you could see the guy, um, you know, he be, the 
he's there before the the base runner is, and so yeah, um, it's not even that bang bang. I mean, it was when they. Yeah, I think down, he thought he missed the bag, didn't he? Wasn't that the umpire thought he missed the bag, or am I wrong? I there? think Joyce just said uh, he just missed the call. It was okay. just a bad call. Well, he, he may have thought that, but anyway, I, I wouldn't be upset if he really wanted it changed. And but my first thought is no, don't change it. Yeah, I just remember watching that one live. I don't remember why ESPN picked mm-hmm. it up in the middle or something, and then it just—it's crazy that that that, uh, that went that way. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's timing matters so much, and I'm talking about timing of when you play or what happens. Ask all these guys with the contracts that were, you know, still in the thousands and not the millions <laughs> that played 20 plus years ago. If they'd rather play now, timing for Galarraga if replay was in baseball at that point mm-hmm. that's easily overturned and perfect game but just mm-hmm. just crazy how uh how some of those things work out or in his case uh did not work out uh someone wishing Snyder a happy birthday you'll hear him noon today at uh noon today over on 100.7 the score that's right so uh tune in to the bottom line at that time, and you can uh, wish Snead a happy birthday there on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. All right, uh, we're going to talk plenty of Big 12, Pac-12 realignment. Um, I take yesterday as a big step in the right direction for the Big 12 Conference and seemingly a lot of leverage going in the direction of the Big 12 Conference. We'll see how others take it. Jamie will give his... His take on it as well, and lots of uh, the news that came out of the realignment shuffle from yesterday, including California potentially blocking UCLA's move to the Big Ten and what that would do with all the dominoes. All that's still to come in the second hour. you got the morning drive continuing next on Double T 97.3. <laughs> Big plays and even bigger laps. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, Joyce, Jeff, and our fine listening audience. Question for today has to do with Major League Baseball All-Star Game. I think we all would agree that it's the... uh, the one that's the most um, uh, intense, hard played, whatever you want to call it. Closest I think in the, the last, it's, I yeah. think like, like the last four or five minutes of the NBA All Star Game is pretty entertaining when they start trying. You know, it's it's still entertaining even when they're just kind of going up and down the court and high flying and all that. That's kind of cool. NFL, it's just so hard to you can't replicate you can't simulate it. Nope. Yeah, it's just it's just so hard. So, it's the it's the sport that. It best lends itself to playing an actual exhibition. Sure. Like full, sure. full on. Yeah. All right. So my question for you guys today is what's your favorite Major League Baseball all-star memory? Ooh, that's a good one. I actually thought of this coming in this morning. Um, but I, I'm not sure which one sticks out the most. Because there's a handful. The Rangers have actually done fairly well in my lifetime in All-Star Games. Sure, you've had Michael Young and Hank Blaylock come yep, up both, with some those two came big to mind. hits. But I'm not... Yeah, I guess I'd probably go Michael Young. Because um, that one was with two outs in the ninth. He, two outs in the ninth. A.L. was down by a run. And he 
He, I believe it was a triple, too. Yeah, it's a, yeah it's triple. A, his patented hit, opposite way. Ozapo gets a triple and uh, scores two runs to win it for the American League. So it's harder to hard to beat that. Gets to drive off in his new car, whatever it was at the time. That was in 2006. Blaylock, I do remember, that was a three-run shot. Um, first at bat, I think, for, for the All-Star game. But I think... I'll let Jeff give his, and then I've got one that's not Rangers related. I would love to say it's 1989 and Bo Jackson with the diving catch and the home run and, and MVP and all. I'd love to say that. However, whenever I think of the All Star Game and the enjoyment that it should be, Randy Johnson versus John Cross. That's, that's my answer. As that well. was where yeah. he turns yeah. around and hits from the opposite Randy side. Randy Johnson throws one over Cruck's head. It just slips out of his hand at like 99 miles an hour, uh-huh. and Cruck is like. Nope. Turns his hat around, flips his bat around, goes the other side of the plate, yeah. and flat out says, I want nothing to do with this nothing. in any way, shape, yeah. or form. Uh, I think Cal Ripken's That's moment would me. be one that would be hard to forget as well. You didn't like Cal Ripken either, did you? I didn't, I didn't dislike Cal Ripken. I mean, you always like to lie to people and tell them he was on the juice. Okay, choice. I think that one offends me more than my favorite player, Pudge, when you say he was on the juice. Probably because that's harder to deny, but... You don't think either one of those guys were on the juice? Oh, I do think Pudge was. Okay, but you don't think Ripken was? I don't know. It's Ripken seems more like a golden boy, clean type of player that I just... There's the, the little kid in me that still wants to believe he wasn't. Okay. I think there's... I think there's a chance of it, yeah, but I don't. Mm-hmm. There seems to be mo- a lot more evidence pointing at other players like <clears throat> Pudge, who was well, my favorite I mean, player see, growing up. To me, that's just misleading because um, the evidence points to the players that we want to point at. That's the way Major League Baseball did that whole thing. Yes. Okay, and if we liked a guy did. and didn't want to point at him, didn't want his image, you know, ruined, we wouldn't do it, right? Yeah. But if there were guys that we had beef with, then Major League Baseball or, or whoever was finding ways to point a finger at him. I, yeah. Yeah. I, so. I don't disagree with with yeah. any of that, uh-huh. um, especially if they were Red Sox because, you know, the Mitchell Report and all that. But. Yeah. I mean, Ripken's moment was pretty cool. I mean, he homers in the game, and then, you know, he's playing third base, and, and A-Rod makes him move over and play shortstop. Yeah. Um, that that was the one that stood that was out really cool. to me outside of Ranger. Moments. Another one is when Mariano Rivera went out there and everybody stayed in the dugout. Everybody, everybody, both teams. That yeah. that that's probably number two for me. The tears, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty cool. That was Major League Baseball getting to thank him. Unlike like every specific team did their own thing, but that was the entire fan base of Major League Baseball getting to acknowledge his greatness. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was that was pretty cool. But the Ripken one, I I, I feel like was really neat because he homered in the game as well, all that good stuff. Yep, I think yeah. the Ripken one stood out a ton to me. I'm trying to think more recent. I I guess a lot of them stand out a little bit more before Joey Gallo. I think homered in his first All Star appearance in 19, and that's the last one that really sticks out. So yeah, I mean mm-hmm. it's. It's a game that I, I always enjoy. Uh, this will be interesting tonight with if you are tied after nine, then we have a three-on-three home run derby afterwards. Correct. Okay. And that, and Jeff was... Three, pit, three swings each. 
Three swings. You can get as many pitches to get those three swings, but okay. it's three swings each. And then if it's tied, it becomes a 1v1. Okay. So there's there's that. Um, I'm okay with that in an all-star format. I mean, at least this isn't... Determining home field advantage. Okay, it's not. We're done with that, right? We're done with that. Okay, I thought so. No yeah. more. No more home <laughs> field advantage. The overstep because of the last tie in the all-star game that uh, happened... What year was that? That's also a memory for me. I do remember. Sure, that's fun Because too. I was sitting there watching, and I'm like, are they really going to stop this in a tie? Mm-hmm. Really, like, it doesn't matter enough to... Like, I, I got it to an extent, but I'm like, you can't just stop at a tie. We're not in Europe here. So mm-hmm. that, that really bothered me in that moment. I also remember people complaining about... I didn't have a big issue with it. The uh, Barry Bonds going and grabbing uh Tory Hunter like picking him up after Hunter robbed one of his Oh, that was hilarious. Home runs. That was awesome. Yeah, I thought but that there was were super people fun. Th- there were the the baseball snobs that were like, "Come on. We got to be more serious about this. You can't go." Oh, that was super fun. Yeah. yeah. Bonds went and picked up Tory mm-hmm. Hunter. That was a that was a fun moment. So, mm-hmm. young tell us your favorite uh, all-star moments on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. Like someone says Pete Rose running over Ray Fossey. Yeah. Ray Foss. Yeah, I mean, just decked him. No, they used to take the Ulster game extremely serious. Just well, I think Rose. That's yeah. just the way he played. But yeah, he. I mean, he leveled him. Uh, someone said anything more boring than All Star games? Maybe. Wait till tonight. I mean, uh, tomorrow night. Sorry, tomorrow. I was night. about to say hey, tomorrow night. <laughs> I'm tonight is the All Star game because tomorrow night he's nothing. Uh, want to get <laughs> want to get people riled up? Look at Nolan Ryan and tell me he wasn't juicing. <laughs> Don't you speak ill of I, Nolan Ryan? I wouldn't have guessed Nolan to be a juicer. I wouldn't guess it, but also the uh, you know bionic body of being able to pitch yeah, for twenty seven years. Bill choice, yeah, and he had just Advil. Advil. I, I think Nolan missed plenty of time with injury. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, what about Josh Hamilton's performance at the Home Run Derby? That's a good one. Yep. If I remember correctly, Ruben Sierra uh-huh. hit two walk-offs in All-Star games. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. I, was, uh, I did like Ruben Sierra. He was... Uh, Definitely no steroids there. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Uh-uh. Ruben was one of my first favorite Rangers. Mm-hmm. He was like... I liked the, Ruben, too. You know, I, I yep. really liked him. The stance that came with it, all of that, uh, was... Oh, the swing, man. He had some bat speed. He did. Man. He liked to murder the baseball. He was, did. Uh, was, was fun there. So, uh, all that. He said, we've got the All-Star game for you on 100.7 The Score tonight. If you want to tune it in, be at 6 o'clock on the coverage start time. First pitch shortly after 7. It was weird to watch the uh, Home Run Derby last night with so much daylight. I get it. It, it happens mm-hmm. when it's... Mm-hmm. But I, you're so used to a lot of these memories being in the dark, and and with it being on the West Coast, it was most of it was in the uh, in the daylight last night at Dodger Stadium. I did. I a lot of times the ball didn't carry that well at that stadium, but man, it was it was jumping last night, and got to see a whole lot of. I never dingers. felt there was like any big signature moment last night. No. Just from watching the highlights that I saw, and then again I saw the semifinals. Well, and the finals, I mean so. the very first batter, Rodriguez, that went up against Seager, he hit what thirty-one home runs in the first 
round. Gosh. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will say, Jamie, that I think that's creeping into bucket list territory to attend a home run derby. Oh, really? And sit in the outfield seats. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I want to attend a home run derby and be one of the kids that's shagging five balls, man. Okay, I want that man. first, but I think we're that past would be the, awesome. I think we're past the age. You could shave. You might pass for a kid. No <laughs> shave off the stubble, though. Hey, man, never stop dreaming. I am 12. Never stop dreaming. All right, more of your thoughts, and boom, 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 next. The Boom 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 on Double T 97.3 is brought to you by Montelongo's Mexican Restaurant. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner at 3021 Clovis Highway. He's Jamie. I'm Choice. You're listening to The Morning Drive on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Time for the Boom Boom Boom. Jamie, why don't you start us off? All right. Three Red Raider baseball players were selected in the second day of the 2022 Major League Baseball Draft. Featured rounds 3 through 10 yesterday, bringing text total to four picks with one day remaining in the draft. The right-handed pitching trio of Andrew Morris, Brandon Birdsell, and Chase Hampton were the most recent draft picks, joining infielder Jace Young. Young went to the Tigers with the 12th pick on Sunday night. Morris Jr. ended up being picked in the fourth round by the Twins, Birdsell, uh, improved his selection from an 11th rounder to a 5th rounder by coming back for another year. He was taken with the 143rd pick by the Chicago Cubs. And Chase Hampton, a draft-eligible sophomore, was taken in the 6th round, 190th overall pick by the New York Yankees. 2022 MLB Draft concludes today. Starts at 1 o'clock with rounds 11 through 20. All right, uh, also with Major League Baseball, the Home Run Derby last night featured Juan Soto leading the way with the uh, victory. Juan Soto coming fresh off of a uh, a declining of a $440 million contract. How do you do that? I don't know. 15-year deal, $440 million, but still focused enough to win the Home Run Derby. He beat Julio Rodriguez, the rookie from... Seattle, uh, 19-18 to 18 in the final round. Rodriguez looked really good last night, but Soto gets the victory. Uh, the All-Star festivities pardon me, continue today with the actual game itself. It will get started up at 6 o'clock. You can listen to it. Sorry, the coverage gets started at 6 o'clock. First pitch around 7. You can listen to it over on 100.7, the score. All right, Rangers yesterday selected seven players on day two of the 2022 MLB draft. Uh, The top one was in the fourth round. They gave up their second and third rounders for signing Simeon and Seager. But the top one in the fourth round, right-handed pitcher Brock Porter, the 19-year-old, was the 21-22 Gatorade National Player of the Year, went 9-0, three no-hitters, and a 0.41 ERA. Nobody else on the list like jumps out as far as guys that the Red Raiders may have played against or anything like that. But yeah. um, Rangers will get picks 11 through 20 coming up today. There you go. 
Um, the Live Golf Defector Tour continues to uh, seemingly grow. David Faraday leaving NBC and could be joining or will be joining Live Golf. That's reported this morning. Uh, that will be the first big-name broadcaster that they've got. We'll see if they're able to draw any others over. And then Cameron Smith, who just won the Open Championship, there are rumors floating around that he could be joining the Live Golf Tour for as much as a $90 million deal. So he would be another one on the list, and this continues to split the PGA off even further and further. All right, talks about a partnership between the Big 12 and the Pac-12, which had been discussed extensively the past two weeks, have officially ended. That, according to ESPN, officials from the Big 12 told Pac-12 officials yesterday that they're no longer interested in exploring the partnership. Big 12 source said that the deal didn't work for the conference for a multitude of reasons, which included the fact that any potential deal wouldn't have driven as much revenue for the league. I would say that's the biggest reason. I would say so. He went yeah. on to say, it just didn't work. <laughs> Not going to slice the pie if yeah, if it makes the pieces smaller. Right. Or, um, And, Jamie, big news coming out of Texas Tech yesterday, week after at, announcing $200 million facilities project. Uh, Tech football team gets another boost as the Matador Club, the local collective here, uh, will sign 100 Red Raiders to a one-year $25,000 NIL contract. This is big money. That's 85 scholarship players and the 15 top walk-ons, according to Cody Campbell, who is the leader and founder of the Matador Club. Of course, former Red Raider as well. So big news there. Jamie, this is believed to be the biggest deal of its kind and uh, I think Texas Tech players across the board will make I, more. I remember like joking and making fun of the Miami thing when every player was going to get six thousand dollars. <laughs> their football team. Is that all it was? I it feels was like it was big. I think yeah. You're right. It wasn't like five hundred dollars a month. I think That's you're what right. It was. Yeah. This this just this I mean this just sounds so weird to me. In, okay. the in the article from ESPN, Campbell said the players will be expected to do community service and charitable work. They'll be expected to in the Lubbock area. And here's my favorite part. And the payments will start to go out the first week of August. The payments. Payments. So, yeah, like what, what kind of payments? It just feels is? so odd. It's pay for play. That's what it is. I mean, we're, we're calling it an IL, but it's not. Um, oh, no, no, no choice. It's pay for charitable work. Oh, pay for charitable work. Sorry. Yeah. Lo siento. Uh, do we, so payments, I wonder, is this a lump sum of 25000 that goes out, or does it break up to a certain amount a month like the, the Miami thing? I, I don't know the answer to that question. I think it's a very fair question. Is it bad to, to give it all at once? Does it kill motivation? Hope not. I hope I, there's, that's not the only motivating factor, but if you get, like, NFL players don't get all of their contract at one time. They get game checks. Do we see game checks distributed for NIL? Is that? I, I think that I goes completely against what they're wanting. But I just have no answers. It's just a wide, wide world that we live in. And again, I'll say I don't necessarily love the world that we live in now with college sports. But 
I sure am glad as a Red Raider fan that we have a, a fan base and a collective here and, and, you know, alumni and folks that are donating that allow us to compete at the highest levels with, okay, here's what we're getting from us. And that, uh, and here's, here's what you can get from Texas tech. And it's going to keep us from other people beating us on the recruiting trails or whatever, because we don't have this kind of thing. So, uh, this is a, it's not keeping up with the Joneses because right now you are, we are the Joneses. Exactly. Because uh, nobody's matching this. It's just, it blows my mind. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about all this because it just feels really odd. Um, but again, I'm, I'm glad if, if it's right. allowed and it's within the rules and it appears to be so. Uh, I'm glad that our, our guys are getting it. Right. So uh, good for those student athletes. Um, you know, hopefully it'll transition to other student athletes on campus too. I would hope uh, so. Yeah. But um, like, you know, way my, to go. My wondering is this: is this sustainable? Like, is like, are you going to do this every single season? I, I have no idea what Cody Campbell's checkbook looks like. So he's probably going to uh, get tired believe... writing a hundred checks. Yeah, he just that's gonna get really tiring. Cody, you, even if he had to Venmo a hundred people, that need, would be tiring. All I know is we need to make Cody a baseball fan. <laughs> that's what we need to do because because apparently there is a lot of money to throw around for mm-hmm. for Campbell. There's some facility upgrades that we've talked about that could really be used. There's some in the works, um, but Jamie, this is obviously huge money, and if you're talking about doing this every single year then you you were talking about sustaining some some massive checks and i just don't know if the money runs out cody campbell i think i read last week is worth over six billion dollars that's what i read so if that's the case then he probably does have that kind of money to throw around but i mean you're talking about 2.5 million dollars a year is what football only if if you're setting the base here at 2.5 million dollar well all the money didn't come from cody right i mean it was coming from the collective but he's the one making the announcement i'm assuming that it's i'm just saying it's not all on him it has to be all set aside for football for it all to go to football yeah no no no. i'm saying it's not all on cody to to, he's not paying for all of that i mean there's a lot of different people who have contributed to this He's obviously the biggest. But every person in there has to earmark that for football, right? Sure. Is how I understand it. I, I have no idea, Choice. I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the rules. I don't understand it all. I'm with you still trying to wrap my head around it all. But I also understand that if it's there and you're not, if it's legal and you're not taking advantage of the opportunity, you're going to get left behind. behind. Yeah. And Texas Tech right now is out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's got to be a good thing. Mm-hmm. it'll All be right. interesting to see how their schools respond more of your thoughts from the Yates Flooring Center chat line next on Double T 97.3 this is the morning drive on Double T 97.3 and Fox 34 News Now
Thanks so much for making us part of your Tuesday morning. You got the morning drive on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Alongside Jamie Lint, I'm Choice Woodman, Jeff McGuire, taking care of us as usual. Continue to join us with your thoughts, your comments, your questions. Covered a lot of territory today and will continue to do so in the third hour. So join us there. Through that Double T 97.3 mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank. Also uh, bring you a few comments from SEC Media Days and Greg Sankey that might be a little concerning if you're a league that's not the SEC or the Big Ten. But, uh, Jamie, a whole lot of reaction to both the the Matador Club, the $25,000 per player deal that's going on, uh, announced yesterday, as well as more reaction on the chat line for, to realignments and the news that came out yesterday that the Pac-12 and Big 12 will not merge because the Big 12 says, "Nah, we don't want you, Pac-12. Not as a whole, mm-hmm. at least. So not going to be a merger there. Uh, still potential for plucking some uh, teams from the league, though. But uh, let's dive into some of that from the Yates Flooring Center chat line also have a couple of baseball questions on there for you jamie i'll get some of that as well this from the uh on the matador club tech hoops guy says no charity purpose non no non-profit status so you have to throw the charity thing in there it's like as strange as it may seem of buying out charity work you have to keep the non-profit status so that makes sense that's, okay. That's that's what the purpose is there. Mm-hmm. That Matador Club deal is just fantastic. I'll be getting my season tickets today before they sell out, if they haven't already. I don't think they are. You can you can still do that. Clay says it'll be good for these young men, the look on their faces when they see the, that how much the tax bite is, though. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, six billionaire wipes their hind end with two and a half million. Okay. It's quite the visual. Mm-hmm. I picture it as uh, Dumb and Dumber. Great cinematic excellence. Sure, You know, where they're sitting in the bed. I feel like you have not seen this movie much. Where uh, Lloyd and Harry are sitting in the bed after they've discovered the cash and watching a... Actually, it's a commercial. I think Pacific Bell Telephone Company commercial. But they're crying and stuff and uh, wiping their noses with the the dollar bills. It's kind of what I picture. Someone that's got $6 billion. I've seen parts of both of them. Okay. Don't watch the second one anymore, ever. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wasn't really that entertained with either one, so that's probably why I never saw the whole thing with either one. <clears throat> Violence is not the answer. Uh, <laughs> what? I think that's my favorite movie of all time. Okay. Dumb and Dumber, the first. That's fine. I'm good with that. It's, Stupid. Comedy. I thought it was Nacho Libre. No, Nacho's Nacho's a great movie, but it's not Dumb and Dumber territory. And I have seen that whole movie and <laughs> held captive on a bus for that one. I mean, there were funny moments in there, but I never have any desire to watch it again. It was no Waterworld choice. <laughs> <laughs> I have watched Waterworld. I have not. I've still yet to find the Postman where I can watch it without paying. That's. That's kind of my rule on my list at this yeah, point. Sure. I've got this Give giant some movie time. list. Yeah, I just wait mm-hmm. until something's where I, I don't have to pay for it. Yeah, because there's so many streaming. No, services I mean it's that really long. To. I mean it's really long. Three hours. 
I don't remember how long it is, but it's long. The Postman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's long, and it's also at times extremely slow. Yeah. Okay. Buckle up. I'll still watch it. I, I gotta watch movie. it. Like I mean, it's long. I gotta watch. I, but that's coming from Jeff. I mean, he's got the attention span of a a I gnat. Mean, <laughs> I, I was gonna go with a horse fly, but okay, okay. go even smaller. Yeah. Okay. Look at uh oh. <laughs> See if he's attentive enough to turn on our mics yeah, to, there. <laughs> to feel be offended. Feel like, yeah. Um a lot of people chiming in about the taxes of the athletes. Yes, that's something, but I'm sure these athletes they'll oh. probably some of them will probably be surprised once they see wait, I thought I was getting twenty five thousand dollar I'm only getting fifteen. Yeah, I mean I just I have all the confidence in the world that the folks over there at Texas Tech yeah. and the people that Help them with the NIL stuff are are going to educate them on on these kind of things. And, I sure hope it. You know, I, I'm sure there'll be some somebody that, like you said, is surprised by it, or somebody that doesn't handle it correctly, or whatever. I'm sure it's going to happen with a hundred kids, just like if it was a hundred of us that were just students back in the day when we were 21 years old or 20 year old, 20 years old, we probably wouldn't have filled out the correct forms or we would have blown it on things we shouldn't have blown it on and all all the above. So mm-hmm. they're no different than we were at that age. So, um, but I, you know, those folks over at Texas tech and the athletic department, the people that work with them on the NIL deals are 100%. They're going to educate them on Absolutely. all of that good stuff. And somebody on the chat line said, Jamie, how could you have a problem with this? Again, I'm happy that we're doing it because this is the way of college sports, okay? And it's we're not going outside the lines. We're not in a gray area. I mean, we are 100%. And when I say we, I mean I mean Texas Tech and the fan base and the the alumni that are that, that are raising this money. I, I think we're doing all the things that you want to help your your programs to succeed. I'm happy about that. I still am not super comfortable where we are in college sports right now, and I don't love where we're going. So while I'm thrilled that this is helping our football team um, and help us to compete, and it's within the rules, and so I don't have to feel you know, dirty about it or like it's shady or something. I don't feel that at all. While I feel all of that, I, I, I still college sports is changing so much so fast, and I, I just don't know if I love it. I think that's that's all fair. I mean, you you can. I think you got to get to the point of acceptance before there's any um, point of loving it. Yeah. But I I don't know. I, it's it feels like it's just become so rapid with everything over the last two years, and and it's not that we just got the transfer portal one year. And we're having to adjust to that. It all came at the same time, which definitely had an effect on each other, the NIL and the transfer portal. Sure. And that's the part that's the grossest of everything to me is when the transfer portal is used, excuse me, when the NIL is used for the transfer portal. I mean, and the Nigel Pack situation yeah. is the... I mean, there's there's plenty yeah. of other examples. You, you're going to tell me that Kevin McCullough didn't get money. I know that may not have been the primary reason, but he didn't get any money to go to, to Kansas. They were doing that. Kansas way ahead of the curve on that. I mean, they got the money cannons with stripper poles and Snoop Dogg out there. But it's... Yeah, and if... I I don't know. I mean, I just feel like um, if the rumor mill is correct on what Kevin O'Banner is getting, you know Kevin McCuller would have gotten the same offer, which would make this money that the football players look like chump change. Yeah, it would. It would. 
Like, so. serious chump change. Anyway, um, someone said, what about TCU's recru- recruiting coordinator getting big mad online last night? He was. Uh, Brian Carrington said, y'all really got to stop romanticizing what appears to be, quote, unique NIL deals while they wave what appears to be, he, twice in a row appears to be, a big number. I urge you to ask these schools to quantify your brand potential as an individual entity separate from the university in the same market. And then uh, he went on to do lots of things like, if is the market sufficient for your for you to continue to monetize your NIL after your career, or is it reserved to the eight five? Can you live here? Can you start a family here? Grow a business there? Brian Carrington, a guy that again sounds like he's never been to Lubbock except for his road trips for football, yeah. and uses it for negative recruiting. No surprise there. It's the morning drive. Get back to more of your thoughts regarding Big 12 next. Join the conversation now on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com or the Double T973 mobile app. Thirty minutes away from right now, you'll have the Dan Patrick Show here on Double T ninety seven three, or you can head over to the end of the bench on one hundred point seven. The score. Fifteen minutes away. Lots more of your thoughts from the Yates Flooring Center chat line, and Greg Sankey had some comments at SEC Media Days. We'll reveal for you straight ahead. A opportunity for Jamie. Passing on Chuck's rules for life. It's the morning drive on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Still a whole slew of reaction on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line I want to get to uh, in a moment. But Jamie, got to uh, time out right here. Give me a 30. Okay? 30? 30? I was going to ask if you wanted a full. Yeah, we're going to take a 30 just for this. Um, yesterday was kind of a sad day for people in Pittsburgh. But maybe a chance for you. Oh, I bet you I know where you're going. Yeah, oh, yeah, you do. There is a enormous ketchup bottle that came down from Heinz Field <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I mean, you've got some sports memorabilia. What's the most unique piece you have? Like that's kind of out there. Have anything that's like? I say the Jim Kelly picture that's a ketchup bottle is the most unique. There's only um, one of those in the world. The most unique. Thing memorabilia wise, yeah. um, like I have, uh, I did. I stole All Star jerseys from locker rooms once. <laughs> it's not. I did not steal. <laughs> okay. I did not steal. That yeah. was not how that went down. No. Okay. Um, I mean, I have pieces of You're like blaming. I have a piece of the floor from Chicago Stadium. I have a brick from Chicago, Chicago Stadium. I have a, a piece of the bench from old Yankee Stadium. Oh, those are, yeah, cool. Unique, those though. Are, those are out there. Uh-huh. Um, I would say those are probably the the oddest things that I have. Okay. Uh, so Heinz Field, which is no longer Heinz. I don't even, again, I don't remember what this is. Um, but this was the Steelers. Steelers home was taking down with a crane the ketchup bottle mm-hmm. yesterday. 
Don't know where you're going to put this, but I <laughs> thought of you when I saw the video of it coming down. Where, uh, oh, man. Are you interested? I think I'll pass. Hmm. I think I'll pass. Uh, would have been cooler if it was just a big sign that said Heinz. Why don't you just give that to Chuck? Because we would hang that thing like on the front of the building here, right above Chuck's office. Yeah. I'm sure, actually... I'm sure the boss would go for that. He would he would be a big fan of that. It would be awesome. Yeah, I'm I was trying to find the exact size of these things, but uh it seems that they are at least thirty feet in length. So That feels too big for probably a little big for for the basement. I don't really catch. I don't really collect ketchup stuff. <laughs> Whatever. There's a box in your your office of ketchup. He collects ketchup. He doesn't collect ketchup stuff. Okay. Yeah. What if the bottle is full of ketchup? I, I probably a little old at this point. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. Probably. probably gonna should. pass. All right. Uh, you may continue to hit us up. Yates Flooring Center chat line. Kobe says my home should buy the ketchup bottle. He's sponsored <laughs> by the other guys though. I know the bad guys. Gosh, Patrick. Uh, does He's Chuck... made some business decisions that I just am not in favor of. Picking Adidas over Under Armour, picking Hunts over Heinz. A restaurant chain he's attached to. I mean, just a bunch of... Whataburger? Yeah. You... You would... Like, what do you want over that? It's better than in and out Oh, great. Huh. I'm not going to just completely let you get crucified today, Jamie, so I'll just leave that dangling there. <laughs> uh, so it says, does Ch- Chucky still work there? He does. He Chucky, does. Chucky. Uh, he'll, he'll be back before you know it. Yep. Before you know it. I right think Chuck always takes all his vacation at one time, right? <laughs> it seems to always Well, this be was like, kind of a... Yeah, this one had yeah, to He be. had to go a long ways a, to get there and back, so... Yeah, so... Dixon, you know. He'll be back soon, no. Yeah. Assuming he doesn't... Hopefully with a lot of good stories. Yeah, assuming he doesn't uh, talk himself into a bad scenario or something. <laughs> or he doesn't yell guns up at the airport or anything. That's yeah. probably a bad thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully he left his cannabis at the house. Hopefully. or <laughs> Yeah, I I hope he learns from the, the grander scenario. That would not be a good one. Uh, one more going back to the NIL stuff. Someone said, would love to see the money go up a little every year you're on campus. Pay the guys that are coming in, but give a little more to the guys that are staying. I wouldn't mind that if it That's was fair. an incline type of thing where you're, you get rewarded Seniors for hanging get around. more than the, yeah. And then it becomes, well, what <laughs> do you give more to the guys that have been at Texas Tech for longer? Then that would get interesting. But mm-hmm. uh, A couple baseball questions I've held on to. Jamie, have we got any pitching coming in to replace the ones that we lost yesterday? I know we've I've seen on the commit list there's plenty of pitchers on there. Uh, we'll see if you get through the draft with all of them and see if everybody ends up on campus. And then uh, I'm still I'm sure they're still recruiting in that area as well. And then plenty of guys in the transfer portal that uh, uh, maybe you would consider adding to the mix as well. And may, maybe you're waiting until after the draft is over for that too. But I, I don't. I'm not really sure there, but uh, yeah, there's there's lots of guys coming in. Yep. Just, I mean, at this time a year ago, we didn't know who Andrew Morris was. No. You know, we didn't know who Mason Molina was. Okay, and those guys were were key guys, and uh, clearly you've got some really really important, really good players to um, to fill their holes. 
and but you've been able to do that over and over again in the past so uh, plenty of faith that you'll be able to do that again someone else asked jamie uh were there any tech recruits or commits i should I, say uh that I got did, drafted yesterday yeah i didn't see any that i noticed so the ones we were watching for for the most part were jared curtis uh the outfielder fielder, yeah. um the shortstop travis sanders okay was another one and then G- gage harrelson another yeah. outfielder were all ones that could have gone yeah yesterday and i didn't see those names right. so uh if if they did go it kind of went under my nose but we'll see um if that it's a good sign for the most part no guarantees by any means but good sign for the most part of them potentially coming to campus uh, sure. that they didn't go at mm-hmm. least in the first two days but yeah. some guys are all about just going ahead and taking the money and running and hard to blame them either if that's their yeah their whatever choice. you feel like is best for you in the fam um this from the chat line jamie uh someone says i'd like to get the arizona schools because i too. love going to arizona <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's fun LOL, another mythical animal in the Big 12. Horned frogs. Kansas is not the only one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Horned frog. I, I really don't think anybody ever called it a horned frog in, in nature. Let's stay on that soapbox. Big 12 is going to pick the Pac-12 apart one by one. I don't think it'll be one by one, but I think there's a chance you could start seeing some picking. I think they'll probably come in pairs or fours. Like, I don't think you're going to see yeah, one hope, Arizona school come at a time. I hope when we do see an announcement, it's it's here's who's here's who we're going with, and now we're done. I we'll think, take these four, and now we're done. I think you could see those four, but that if that leaves Washington and Oregon saying, hey, we've got to find a home, then you could see a secondary announcement. But I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be, a, well, what about us? Washington State, Oregon State, or Cal and Stanford don't think – You'll see any of those secondaries. I think there's a decent chance you could see four and then another two. But at this point, I would guess the Big 12 still picks up four. If you could go back and do it all over again Hmm. and say take about six or eight of the Pac-12 schools Mm -hmm. and then just um, let them out of their agreements with West Virginia and Cincinnati and South Florida. Would you would you go that route? I don't. I think right now you're sitting in a position of power because you took the remaining group of five schools that are that are the best out there. Yeah, like I think that helps the Big 12's positioning. So I like I, I think would I'd be say in, no. Okay, well I would be in favor of letting those three go and replacing them with. You know, better schools from the past. So you're saying those three, but not BYU? Yeah, we'll keep BYU. Okay. Well, I think BYU is a big chess piece right now for yeah. the Big 12. I'd be also be all right with letting go of Houston, too. But that's, yeah. I'm that would be probably my first choice. Kind of with you. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Of all of this and just talk. Make, and just make still... the Big 12, you know, center of the country to the coast. See ya. Yeah. I wouldn't hate it. But I also do like the idea of a giant footprint across the nation and having interest in games that start at 11 a.m. and 10 at night. Mm-hmm. It is the morning drive. A few more of your thoughts and Greg Sankey's comments next.